Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. hoppers. 2021 is finally here, and we're ready for all this year has to offer. We're going to discuss our wish list that we'd like to see come to fruition at the theme parks as we have a fresh start to this brand new year. Let's, Let's hop, hop to, to it. Goodness. Hey, we beat all 12 levels of 2020. <laughs> we sure did. And we finally beat Bowser last night. Oh, my goodness. On New Year's Eve. I cannot even believe it. Thank you, it. Ryan Seacrest. Thank you, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a year last year was. I don't know about you, but I feel like for this year, you know how most years people are like, this is my year. I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to have the best year ever. Shh. Everybody quietly go into this year. <laughs> nobody, nobody breathe. For real though. Nobody make any big claims. Just be quiet and let 2021 be nice to us. And let's get past this nonsense so we can go back to normal. But also wear your mask correctly or we're never going to get past yeah, this nonsense. I will tell you guys, I am over the mask as much as you are. But man, oh man, do we need to wear those properly if they're going to work. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But regardless, we are in a brand new year and we are so, so excited about the things that the theme parks have to offer. And there are things that we haven't been promised, but we would definitely like to see. And so um, I don't even know where to start. I'm just so excited with the new year here. We're so excited that 2021 is finally here. And we made a list of things that we know are happening and we hope will happen in the near future in this brand new year. And so let's just get right down to the nitty gritty. Let's jump right into this list. Where do you want to start? Uh, I want to start at the right at the top, the new hours. Yes. I would really love to see new hours come to all of the theme parks. Me too. Um, so here's the thing. We are working folk. We have jobs. And we can't always get to a theme park before 5 o'clock. Right. And so I don't know about you, but for me, one of the things I would really like to see in the new year is go back to more theme parky hours. Because in general... It's just really hard if you live here to be able to, you know, do the things that you want to do on days that you're also working. I would say right now, as an annual pass holder, it does disappoint me the fact that I can't go. I, well, I can, I guess, for an hour or two, but I can't really go like enjoy myself at the parks after work if I wanted to like right. I used to be able to. Um, ever since the parks reopened, you know, Animal Kingdom has been closing at five o'clock, which is nonsense. Right. Um, but, you know, there's some nights where uh, Epcot's open till 10 or 11 and Magic Kingdom's open till eight or nine. But, you know, even then, it's just some of the parks are such uh, such a pain to get to that you almost don't feel like doing that. Well, there's just no point. 
especially like on days I I work till seven on some days. I know there are some days you work even later. Right. Yeah. But I work mostly afternoons. Yeah. If I get out of work at seven, by the time I get home, change, walk the dog, feed the dog, snuggle the dog, and then I'm ready to run out the door. Um, I mean, it's going to be about eight fifteen at the at the very, very best. Right. And that's on a day that I, you know, have some fire under my tail. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly agree with your assessment of the theme park hours and the fact that I hope we start seeing, you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock closes in the near future. Right. Rather than opening super early and closing at five or six. I have a very specific memory of FaceTiming with your sister when we were at Epcot and we had Ubered there and we were drinking a margarita and waiting for a show to start and it was nice and dark and it was beautiful. And those are the nights that I am hoping to get back. Everything's more beautiful at night at the parks. It definitely is. And, you know, just being able to close out a night, not even like, I feel like 10 o'clock isn't that late. No, it's really not. And if it's, if it's a cost thing, then honestly, I think a lot of families would be kind of thrilled if you did this, but open the parks later. Right. You know, instead of having to do the 8 a.m. rope drops and get up at 6.30 and do your hair and all that stuff in the hotel room, you know, I think a lot of families would appreciate being on vacation because Lord knows when you're on a Disney vacation, you get home and you need a vacation from the vacation. 100%. Because it's so tiring. Yeah. But if you didn't require the families to get up so early and go to the parks at 8 a.m. or even 9 a.m. for that matter, and maybe open them at 11 or 12 and stay open till 10 to 12 at night, I think a lot of people would really enjoy that. Yeah, I completely agree. So I do hope to see new hours either, like you said, either move the hours so you open later and close later or just keep the park open for a longer amount of time. Absolutely. Now, moving on to our second topic, which is kind of related um, today, January 1st, 2021, yes. is the first day where park hopping is allowed again. Woohoo! I'm so excited about this. So right now they have very limited park hopping hours. So like we said in our last episode, you have to make a reservation for a park. You have to go and scan in at said park. And then after that scanning is done, you're able to hop to another park after 2 o'clock p.m., which is the park hopper time as of right now. Correct. Um I'm hoping that with the extended hours, if that does happen, that maybe, you know, two o'clock to 10 o'clock or two o'clock to midnight or something is time where you can park hop rather than, you know, just getting the two to five, two to six kind of windows right now. Um, Because they do allow you to go to any of the theme parks, as many as you can fit in, as long as you can get there quickly. Um, to after two o'clock right now until that said park closes. And I think uh, we have a friend coming down on uh, on Sunday night, and we're going to be going to Disney Monday and Tuesday. And I think we're going to park hop after Magic Kingdom one day, and we're going to see what the process is like. So I'm really hoping that park hopping opportunities get bigger and longer and uh, with, with potential extended hours, and that would be really exciting. So I have a question for you. Yeah, what do you got? This is something we haven't talked about. Sure. Would you be interested in trying to park hop with the hours that they are right now and try to hit every park in a day? We'd have to really plan that out. Would you like to plan it out? And We'd then... have to do like a one ride per park type thing. Yeah, I, I feel like I would very much like to try that. Yeah, we well, do it live. 
do it live. Yeah, that's something we could definitely talk about. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I mean, it would be. It would would also be fun to see what it would be like now compared to park hopping yeah. later once the hours are extended. So yeah, maybe we'll do like a go to a whatever park we reserve at one o'clock and then jump out and hit the next park at two and then we'll try to hit two more before the end of the day. Let us know if you want to see that yeah. because we're open to putting ourselves out there for science. Now, the next one that we're going to talk about that I very much would like to see return um, is going to be return of seated shows, yes. especially at Hollywood Studios. Very much so. Are there any particular shows that you want to see return? Uh, so the only seated show that's open currently at Hollywood Studios is the Frozen sing-along. Right. And it's disappointing because uh, Hollywood Studios is full of shows. That's part of the appeal of Hollywood Studios. You know, you've got some great rides. You've got the three newest rides in the entire Walt Disney World complex. But... There's like five or six shows at Hollywood Studios that normally eat up some of the crowd. And so the return of those seated shows specifically at Hollywood Studios, that's why I put that there. And you know, you get the Indiana Jones Stun Spectacular, you've got the Beauty and the Beast Live on stage, you've got the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, you've got uh the Disney Junior stuff, you've got the uh cars. Do you thing. miss Disney Junior stuff? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Although I hate that cavalcade song that they have. It's a, it's a Disney, Disney Junior, Junior party, party all night. night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know any of those characters. I don't know Vampirina or Fancy Nancy. Or, oh my. or what's the other one? Is there another one? Dr. McStuffins or something? Yeah, Dr. Yeah. McStuffins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound so old. <laughs> Doc McStuffins. Dr. McStuffins. Who is that? Dr. McStuffins? <laughs> oh, Dr. McStuffins. I hate Dr. McStuffins. Yes, I don't so know. Do I. I don't know who she is, where she got her degree from. Are those, <laughs> the, th are those the three, though? Because I know Fancy Nancy is one of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's a Fancy Nancy? Yeah, you know the little one, the one with the brunette? Like the short hair brunette with the pigtails. I don't know if she has pigtails. I don't know. We'll have to I take. Think she a wears a crown or something. So we'll have to take a better Fancy look at that Nancy. kind of stuff because um, my friend Cece and her daughter Olivia will come at some point. Does Olivia like Fancy Nancy? But she, I think she likes Doc McStuffins. Oh, Doctor McStuffins. <laughs> <laughs> I think she likes Doctor McStuffins. <laughs> I love you, Cece. I love you, Olivia. <laughs> and uh, does well, she like Vampirina? Yes. I think so. Okay. But we would... Uh, she we'll wants to suck your blood. Ha, 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 ha. I, no, count to three. I don't, ha, ha, ha. I don't... I don't... I don't know why... I don't watch Disney Junior. So, well, I'll have well, to ask... Well, you should. That's unfortunate. I'll have to ask Olivia because she'll be able to fill us in on all of that information. Okay. But um, one thing that you said, Return of Seated Shows, and I don't know if you meant this, but also all of the shows at Epcot during the festivals. Yeah. I miss those. Sure. I miss seeing boys to men perform. Man, I there's so many concerts at, at Food and Wine, the Eat to the Beat concert series, and it's so much fun. And the concert where we saw Aladdin and Yeah, it was like Broadway <laughs> it was Broadway star Disney Broadway stars. And we saw like Adam Jacobs and people like that who you know who are like Aladdin on Broadway and people who are like Tarzan on Broadway and people you know, just it, it was a super fun concert. There was two, there was a man and a woman singer that would perform these songs together. And it was like a five song set, but it was, they crushed it and it was so much fun. Yeah, I would like to see those things. It was return. Festival of the Arts for that, right? Uh, festival, yeah, I think they have some sort of concert at every event. And then um, I'm trying to remember where the, when Boys to Men perform. I don't know. 
That eat, that was Eat to the Beat. That was Eat to the that Beat. That was Food and Wine. Food and Wine. Okay. But regardless, all of the concerts I would like to see return because that's a huge part of being able to go to Epcot and being oh, like, 100%. hey, let's go grab a margarita at this time. And then we're going to try some taquitos over here. And then we're going to go see Boys to Men. And it and, just creates a really fun day. <laughs> and no offense to Mariachi Cobre or the Jamiters, but they're just literally are not people sitting there watching them. Yeah. And, and it's great. It's a great ambiance. They're amazing at what they do, but it's, it's not the same as a seated concert. Absolutely. So we're really looking forward to those returning as well as the seated shows at Hollywood Studios and the other parks. So while we're rolling into this, our next one kind of ties into what we were just talking about. I want to see Fantasmic come yes, back. The seated show at Hollywood Studios. We have not discussed this in a while, but for those of you who are listening... Fantasmic is the only place that I can see my favorite character, Steamboat Willie. And I miss seeing my favorite character and ugly crying when he comes out. So between Fantasmic, the new show Harmonious that we have yet to see, Mm. happily ever after, I just want to cry in front of the castle. That's all. That's all I want. Same. Can you please just let me cry in front of the castle to the most beautiful show I've ever seen? Well, speaking of crying in front of the castle, there was some breaking news last night. <gasps> I want to bring that up. The Kiss Goodnight has returned to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, I s- love the Kiss Goodnight. I'm going to cry right now in front of this little plastic castle that I have in and, front of us. And if you guys don't know what the Kiss Goodnight is... It's basically the uh, get the heck out of here thing at the end of the night at Magic Thanks Kingdom. Thanks for coming to Disney World. Now <laughs> get the heck out or we'll kick you out. Yeah. So those of you who aren't familiar with it. That's this not is, the real song. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. It happens every 15 to 30 minutes or so at the end of the night. It happens multiple times. But it's, an, it's honestly a very emotional thing it, when it you is. are leaving because... You're leaving your favorite place. Especially when you're on vacation and you close your vacation at Magic Kingdom. Which you should. And the announcer comes on. He's like, we'll see you soon. Good night and thanks for coming. And it's like, <laughs> I don't want this to end. <laughs> well, that, and that's one of the reasons we moved here. <laughs> because right. we were tired of having to say goodbye. <laughs> this part here. For the young and the young heart. A special place where when you wish upon a star, Until we see you again, have a safe trip home. Thank you and good night. <laughs> so long, everybody. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it ends with Wish Upon a Star, and it <laughs> makes me cry even just thinking about it. I don't know if by that point I'm crying because I haven't slept in six days or because I'm sad to leave. Oh or both. Probably uh, a little bit of both. But every night I go, every time I went to the Magic Kingdom at night, I would always stay for at least one kiss goodnight because it's just such an emotional. It gives me the chills just listening to it in my headphones. Right he now. does have the chills, and it just it makes you feel so good, and it's such a warm feeling, and just I'm so happy that it's back because I was so disappointed that they weren't doing it for a while. I get why they weren't doing it. Yeah, but it's also not a fireworks show. It's not a projection show. It's just Cinderella Castle just kind of changing lights. And then at the end right here, the castle just kind of like changes back to white. Right. And, you know, it's 
it's so good to have that back at Magic Kingdom. Really excited. Yeah. So I'm excited to see all these. Sh- I would like to see all of these shows return, specifically yes. Fantasmic. I will be there with all my Steamboat Willie stuff on. Oh, yeah. Crying before the show oh, starts. You used to cry every time Steamboat Willie came out. I can't imagine <laughs> you watching Steamboat Willie come out on that boat after like a year of not seeing Fantasmic. It's just it's just such a very emotional like thing for me. Because at that point you've we they've taken you on that journey and you know, he started it all and he is driving the boat that has is carrying all the rest of the characters and it's just very symbolic. And then also leading that into the ending, it's just like, because you know what's coming. Right. And so, yeah, I, you know, will probably need to have me hydrated before and after. <laughs> just saying. We can make that happen. Good. Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to need it. So, you know, you mentioned Fantasmic and how we had, we have all the characters on the boat. Uh, one thing that we really, really enjoyed about 2020 and we hope stick around for 2021 are cavalcades. We love the cavalcades. But we'd also like to see the return of either Festival of Fantasy or a new parade. Maybe something like Magic Happens makes its way out east. Don't tease me. Wouldn't that be cool? I almost just cursed with that thought (laughs) in my head. Oh, shoot. Oh, sugar foot. Oh, fudge. (laughs) Magic Happens might be the most like exciting parade I've ever seen without actually seeing it in person. Or at the very least, if you don't give us magic happens, give us paint the night. How about that? No, give us magic. Happens. Give us paint the night. Bill loves paint the I night. I do. It's such a great soundtrack. Magic happens. It's better. I mean, yeah, but you know, it's, it's awesome. We don't even have either of these parades. I know, but I've seen both of them on video. Yeah. Paint the Night is almost trippy for me to watch. It's so cool. It's like a perfect mix of like a Magic Happens type parade and the Main Street Electrical Parade. Yeah, that is true. It's like a com it's like a like a mash together combo. A mashup. Yeah, thank you. God. Wow. <laughs> I'm losing it at my old age. A mash together combo. <laughs> yep, even though Danny's still older. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, cal- cavalcades, we hope stick around. We just want to see more characters. Only by more a couple often. months, by the way. You know, it's it's nice to see Mickey Mouse and see Minnie Mouse not having to wait in line to see them. Yes. It's nice to see them, you know, popping up on the train station. It's nice to see them rolling down Main Street. It's just great to see them, especially since you can't. We can't do uh, Royal Friendship Fair and and that kind of stuff. Oh, right now. I miss that too. But I, I agree. Um, I would like to see parades return, but I would also like to see cavalcades continue to happen. Sure. Just because maybe not as often, but just continue to happen. Yeah, I think that it brings an extra bit of magic, and I think that it would also give opportunity for to see different characters and. Obviously, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes to make that happen, but I think there's a lot of opportunity opportunity in a cavalcade. What is cooler than a parade? Um, I don't know. How a about th- a special parade? I, th- I was going to say a themed parade. Yeah, how about a special parade? And you know when you can see special parades? Um, at a party? At a party. At, at like Mickey's Not So Scary and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parties? I miss those. Me too. L- I I don't miss the extra charge, but I do miss those parties. (laughs) Oh, I miss the extra charge. Uh, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Disney gets enough of my money. I know. Disney definitely gets enough of my money, too. But, I mean, honestly, this year I was planning, and we were going to discuss it, 
about getting this ticket that they had offered the year before. So for those of you who don't know about this, the year that we moved here, um, they actually offered something for Halloween parties. It was $300. And you got to go to unlimited Halloween parties. That's an amazing deal. Considering the fact that the Halloween party started mid-August and they go through Halloween... Uh, and they were like three or four days a week at that point. Um, the fact that you could get unlimited access to those parties where the individual tickets were as cheap as $89 or as high as $150 right. per party. And if you're talking for for eight weeks or so, maybe 10 weeks, if you're talking three or four per week, we're looking at 30 or 40 parties. Well, and the year that we moved here, I was like, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to go to nearly enough parties. And I went to two and probably spent like $250 right, on yeah. them. We went with our families to a couple of different parties. And then um, my friend Allie, right, um, yep. she came down and she was like, we're going to go to the party. You should come. Yep. So I threw I'm in like, a penguin okay, costume and went, I yeah. So. I was like, all right. Don't pull my arm too hard. <laughs> Which, side note, when... <laughs> Hopefully, if the parties come back, we will have costumes ready and much cooler costumes. <laughs> I, and I don't I don't mean like cool as in our costumes are always oh, pretty cool. Our costumes cool. were kick-ass and really cool. Yes. But what I mean is cool temperature-wise yeah. because I will tell you Ooh. that both costumes that I wore to the Halloween parties, I would say a couple, like an hour or two in, I was like, all right. At least yours was just one light layer of spandex. Well, no, I'm talking about when I wore a full pe- full body penguin oh, costume. Oh, I thought you were talking about this year. <laughs> but even that, I had long sleeves and long leggings on. Yeah, but mine had like pillows on it. my captain america costume the entire chest and like down to my belly button was pillows oh no 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 i was talking about the year before where you you were sorcerer mickey and i was steamboat willie yeah that was just a that was just a tunic that wasn't that bad well but here's the thing i the when i was captain marvel just wearing the one layer in the middle of the day in the blazing sun it was warm uh, that was no i was <laughs> i needed to be hydrated it wasn't then cool. too it wasn't cool but i do i would like to see the halloween and christmas parties return and i'd also like to see um the other theme parties return so i know that there was like a villains party the villains yeah. after dark yep. and i really wanted to do that but it was just like we live here they always have it and then there was a pandemic so we had <laughs> we didn't get to do it right and they actually offered all the uh all the parks i think offered uh after hours parties as well where you would get like very very limited amount of people in there for like four hours at the end of the night and it was like 10 a a 10 p.m to like 2 a.m right and you would pretty much have like animal kingdom or magic kingdom or whatever all to yourself yeah you know you'd be walking on rides so in that four hour period it doesn't sound like a lot of time but you the amount of stuff that you can do with no lines in a four hour span this is very correct is crazy because we did it in july yeah you know, the amount of times that we, the amount of rides that we walked on in July in a four hour span, it, w- it we could have done an entire park day. Yeah. You know, it's, we did do entire park days. Right. So it, it's, it is worth the money if you guys want to, you know, experience no lines and hopefully those, uh, those after hours events do come back. On top of that, they're so immersive. Oh, yeah. You get to meet characters you don't normally get to meet. That's one of you the get, coolest parts. You get different snacks that you don't normally get to have. There's different photo opportunities. So I would very much like to see parties return. But speaking of parties, yeah. Disney is not the only one who has oh, parties. no. So 
I would very much like to see the return of all Halloween events. Halloween Horror Nights. That which is awesome. Again, we said Mickey's not so scary. Hallow Scream. Talk um, to the people about Hallow Scream. Okay. So, Hallow Scream, if you're like, I've never been to Hallow Scream before. Hallow Scream takes place at SeaWorld. Now, if you don't know this, I worked for SeaWorld for about 10 years. And Hallow Scream is so amazing. Their haunted houses are incredible. It's just an a, a night where at in the evening you can go into all these haunted houses. The shows, like the animal shows, are themed to Halloween. And they're so much fun. There's trick-or-treating. Um, in my opinion, and I know that I might get a little backlash for this, Ooh. Hallow Scream is better than Halloween Horror Nights. Oh my God, you did not. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> because here's the thing. I grew up going to Hallow Scream and I would have the pants scared off of me. Oh, I also fun. It was fun. And I also got to pick up extra hours working the haunted houses. So um, I would see what went into it. I went to Halloween Horror Nights and I had my pants completely stay on me. It was not scary. It was fun, but it was not scary. So in my opinion, SeaWorld does Halloween better than um, Universal. It's tough to go through the haunted houses at Halloween Horror Nights because it, they do oversell. It's very, very busy. And the lines are really long for some of the houses. So to get all those people through the houses they want to go through, you're basically in a conga line. So I do want to say something real quick. I do hope that when uh, Halloween Horror Nights comes back, that they do not oversell. Yes, and that that's they, the important one. That they come back in a way that is actually spooky. Because I will tell you, you know, a friend of mine at work, her name is Taylor, shout out to Taylor, uh, she and I went through one of the haunted houses that they had at Universal this year, and it was the Tooth Fairy one. And I, I will tell you, socially distanced haunted houses is where it's at. Right. We went through, and like the party ahead of us just like got around the corner and were gone, and then they let us in. And so we didn't see the scares that were happening in front of us right. before they were supposed to happen. Right. Whereas, whereas you're in a conga line, you you see like the people popping out, so you kind of like know when that's going to happen, and it's not nearly as scary. But I will tell you firsthand that that tooth fairy haunted house scared the crap out of me. It scared your pants off. I don't jump. I jump scare very easily, and so when I don't know something's coming, I, I promise you, I jump scared at least ten times in that haunted house. But see, that's the way Halloween horror nights should be. Oh, the thing absolutely. Is, before I moved here, all I kept hearing was. Halloween Horror Nights, Halloween Horror Nights, Halloween Horror Nights. And I was like, man, I love Hallow Scream, which means that Halloween Horror Nights is going to be even better. And then I went and I was like, guys, what happened? Yeah. But I also think that, uh, you know, like you said, that there, there are probably too many people there, which hopefully if we see that come back, I'd like to see it come back with a whole new, world. you know, yeah, whole new world. Um, the other thing I, I feel like what we experienced when we went was that a lot of the employees in the haunted houses were tired because they just had rapid fire customers coming through. Sure. Yeah. And so I think they were, it was like, boo, <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> 
bah, I'm scared. Look at me, I'm scary. Yeah. Um. So I do think that you know, and maybe we just went on a year or a night that it was just also fairly busy. Maybe. But, but anyway, we I were, we were also very tired. Yeah, but which probably should have meant that you should have been I should have been much easier to scare. Because when when we used to go to Disney like as vacationers and before we lived here, you know, we wouldn't go multiple days to Universal. So we would come down and uh, we would go to Universal for one day and we'd try to do both parks in one day. The last time we did that, we actually bought a Horror Nights ticket for that same night. So we actually did Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and then we did Halloween Horror Nights, which I will tell you Holy Don't crap. Recommend. <laughs> <laughs> that is it does a number on your feet. Yeah. I have never been that tired. Yeah. But I mean, overall, I would very much like to see these Halloween events return. And I would like to see them return with almost like a whole new outlook on life. Yes. Where they're looking to make it safe, have people socially distant to a point. Hopefully we're, we'll start to move past that. But what I mean is socially distant to where like, hey, the person in front of you is gone. Now you're the one who's going to get scared. Like more personalized yeah. scaring as opposed to, like you said, a conga line of scares. So right. um, also, if you're listening and you've never been to Hollow Scream, get there this year. I you very will, much look forward to trying that. You will not regret it. Absolutely. Speaking of not regretting something, we've got some awesome stuff that we know is coming in 2021. Yes, we, at least three of these items. And we want to see these things coming. And luckily, like you said, they are. Yes. So the three, we have five rides on our list. That, Tell me about them. We, there's three that are 100% confirmed for 2021. And the first, I feel like has been done for a while, but they're just kind of holding off for now. And it's Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot in the France Pavilion. Remy. <laughs> the Ratatouille. <laughs> Rat of all my dreams. Shout out to the people putting on that uh, Ratatouille musical. Apparently it's amazing. So, yeah, so we're going to have to check that yeah. out. So go on uh, go on the Google machine and try to find where you can watch that. I think, you I think can it's donate. a $5 donation or so something. So you can donate as much as you want because it goes toward like the, 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 like, some act, like the people who are out of work right now. Yeah. But it's a minimum of $5. So donate what you can. We've got a couple of friends that are watching it right now and our text messages are blowing up. They're like, this is actually really good. Oh my How God, amazing. so good? Oh my gosh, TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, I cannot wait. I've seen so many um, behind the scenes videos and there was a video the other day of the girl who started this whole Ratatouille musical uh, the song. nonsense. Yeah. Um, and she got to go walk through the attraction. So we've seen bits and pieces of the inside. The theming's amazing. I can't wait for another trackless ride vehicle like Rise of the Resistance and Runaway Railway. Uh, those rides are so smooth. I cannot wait. Um, and hopefully in early, early, early 2021, which thank God we're in early 2021 right now, um, hopefully we'll, sooner rather than later, we'll get to experience Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yes. Now, what other ride are you excited about? Um, All of them. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's touch on Icebreaker real quick. And that was announced for uh, for spring 2021 at SeaWorld. Correct. And that's another roller coaster that they have, which SeaWorld has some amazing roller coasters. Uh, again, I feel like SeaWorld is way underrated. Oh, Pe yeah, 100%. Since I grew up in San Antonio, SeaWorld was the place to be. We don't have Disney. We don't have Universal there. So SeaWorld was always like the best place to be. But you know, but I would say that Orlando SeaWorld has to compete with Disney and Universal. So their rides are even better than at the San Antonio location. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so it's a brand new coaster. Go on. There's actually a uh, like a digital POV video that SeaWorld posted about a month ago. And you could see what the ride entails. And it looks really awesome. I'm so excited about that. But there's one specific coaster in Orlando that I cannot wait to ride. And we've seen it the progress from start to finish it's a it's a beautiful churro stand across the <laughs> across the uh, the pond over at Islands of Adventure at Universal right in front of the Jurassic Park compound and it is the Jurassic World Velasa coaster and it looks awesome it's just a churro stand what are you so excited churro about churro stands are awesome especially <laughs> ones that go 70 miles an hour oh. Okay, <laughs> sign me up. Um, but just everything I've seen from this ride, it looks absolutely spectacular. The only thing that I'm a little bit weary about is the harnesses. So I agree with you. The harnesses go over your lap. But they come from over your head. So it's not like a pull-down lap bar. But so the that one drop that we keep seeing, the one that's like straight down. Yeah. I mean, we went on one of the rides at SeaWorld. What was the one we went on that... Uh, man, uh, Mako. Mako. That was terrifying. <laughs> and I was terrified. <laughs> but that was a pull down lap bar. Yeah, but I felt like I was just gonna like, you know, fly off the seat, fly <laughs> out of the seat. But I mean, that's I guess that's the point. You want a good roller coaster? Yeah. No, sure. But that's how I feel like I'm gonna feel with um this new Jurassic World Velosa coaster. But like the thing, but the thing that's kind of giving me a little bit of peace of mind about the Jurassic World Velocicoaster is, like I said, it comes the lap bar comes from over your t- the top of your head, so there's gonna be something that you can hold on to with your right. hands. The Whereas the other one, you just kind of like reach down to your lap and hold on if you want to. Well, the biggest thing is I feel like I have been babied in terms of roller coasters where they're like, here you go, you've got shoulder straps keeping you in and you're nice and safe and now they're making coasters where they're like just kidding <laughs> you're locked in you're good you're, you're fine <laughs> you won't fly out we promise but so rumor has it that jurassic world Velocicoaster is going to be the fastest coaster in orlando possibly even florida that is uh that's quite that that's and quite if you're the out statement. running raptors you gotta be pretty quick you do have to be pretty quick well Jurassic World Velocicoaster is very exciting. We've been watching this not be built for a while. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And there's amazing uh, footage of the of them testing the ride vehicles out. So if you want to get, kind of get an idea of what the ride looks like and how, you know, what loops that the vehicles do, and there's even like a two second anti gravity spot, which is nuts, where you just kind of like hang upside down. Yeah. Which. That that's the part. It's not even the drop. Like that's the part that kind of makes me like, ooh, lap bar, what? I know, that, <laughs> no, no, no. That drop. I feel like <clears throat> I don't like when I feel like I'm about to like, <laughs> like I'm skydiving. Sure, sure. But um, it looks amazing, and it's it's slated for summer 2021. But they're already doing vehicle testing, so there's a chance. Hey. Maybe 2021 is really good to us, and it opens early, or at least soft opens early, and uh, maybe like an annual pass holder type of thing. I cannot wait to ride this ride because I love Jurassic World. Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time, and just having another ride in Orlando themed to the Jurassic franchise makes me so excited. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you to go on this. I'm excited for me to ride this. Yeah. But there are two other rides that we have to look forward to also. So the first one that we have also slowly not seen being built. Well, yeah, until the box was enclosed. (laughs) Is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Now, one thing I am very excited about this ride for is the way that the ride vehicles move. 
This is so exciting. There's some uh, there's some footage that was released from the the ride manufacturer, and Disney actually showed it too, uh, where they're doing some test footage, uh, and the ride vehicles, you know, they are super smooth coaster vehicles, but there's one special thing about them, and what is that? It's that they move, and is, is it 360 degrees? 360 degrees in any direction. And when we watched that, the only thing I could think was, wee! Because <laughs> it just looks so much like yeah, so much fun. Absolutely, and uh, supposedly there's going to be like different scenes or, or you know uh, projections and stuff going on around you. So it's going to be super immersive, and it, it's going to be able to spin you around. Think of like Escape from Gringotts. You know how like that ride it doesn't spin 360, but it, you know how the ride rotates while you're right. on the track. Think of it kind of like that, but it's supposedly it's going to be much faster and more exciting than Escape from Gringotts. Well, I haven't been able to go on Guardians of the, Gal- the Galaxy Mission Breakout in Disneyland yet, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. so I'm very excited to be able to go on a ride theme to Guardians of the Galaxy. The best part about Guardians of the Galaxy is the soundtrack. Oh, ama- yeah, It's just absolutely. classic rock mania. Yeah. And it's so much fun. The movies have so many great songs, and the Mission Breakout that Danny was talking about that took over Tower of Terror over at California Adventure, um, we are... So excited to see what kind of soundtrack comes to Cosmic Rewind. And so, yeah, that is that is the one. And there has been no official date uh, attached to this project. Give it to us in 2021. I, I hope so. It was originally slated for 2021 because please. all this stuff was supposed to be open for the 50th anniversary, which is this year. Pretty please. But with everything going on, a lot of the construction stopped and it's slowly been getting back going. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's just like I said, it's a big blue box <laughs> and you can't really see anything going on in there. And then the other half of it's in, in the old Ellen's Energy Adventure What if it's just building. an empty blue box? Maybe. What if be. there's nothing in there? Yeah, it could be. What if there's just a place for people to have picnics in the middle? Yeah. Socially distanced picnics. Perfect. Maybe as long as they have that music playing, I'll be all right. That, that's fine. Guardians of the Galaxy. Picnic breakout. <laughs> Picnic breakout. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but then there's one more ride on our list that if you've never seen footage of this ride from Shanghai Disneyland, I strongly recommend you go to YouTube and you search Tron Light Cycle Run and watch in awe because holy crap, this ride looks awesome. It's so pretty. Um, and the thing about this ride is we definitely have not been seeing this one be built when back when the people mover was oh, still around. Um, but we got to kind of see it get built slowly. Yeah, and we kind of get, we get bits and pieces when you ride your very favorite race car ride. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I'm very excited to ride this because I think that's just going to be another great addition to Magic Kingdom. The the one complaint I have personally about Matt, and it's not even a complaint, it's just that I think there there's not enough fun roller coasters at Magic Kingdom. Sure. I personally am not a the biggest fan of Big Thunder Mountain. It's a rough ride. It's the well, wildest ride of the wilderness. It is, but when you sit with yourself, like you're just like you're jerking around. Yeah, you're smacking both <laughs> sides of the Oh yeah. Of the cart. You got to hold on to that lap bar or you're going side to side. And then if you sit in the back, it's way too rough. And if yeah. you sit in the front, it's, it's way too slow. <laughs> so, um, and then I love Space Mountain, but um, I feel like Space Mountain is, you know, kind of hit or miss, like, you know, in terms of ride time. Sure. So sometimes it's like a, it used to be like a 90 minute wait or like a, you know, sometimes like a 30 minute wait. Yeah. So, um, having more rides for those of us who love to ride roller coasters is going to be awesome, an awesome addition to the park. And an awesome thing about a new roller coaster opening a Magic Kingdom is that 
everyone's going to go there. So if you if you don't have any interest in, you know, like the Tron Light Cycle or even Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, everything else is going to be a short wait. Right. Because everyone's going to run want to ride Tron. It's been being built for like three years. I literally just forgot about Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Sure. I it's it's okay. It's, well, it's, it's just soft. It's me. It, it's no, I think it's fun. It's just it's a gentle way roller. Too short. It's a gentle roller coaster. They did great for what space they had to work with, but it is way too short for that. My way. mom went on it, and she kind of liked it. <laughs> sure, sure. So that's how I was when I started riding roller coasters. I didn't ride anything for a long time. Yeah. And the first, <laughs> the first roller coaster I ever went on was the Mummy at Universal. Uh, that ride is is fun. It's. It was terrifying to me because Aww. back when when I went on it, you know how on on the mummy now each individual seat has their own lap bar that you pull down. Mm-hmm. It used to be just one lap bar that went across the entire seat. Oh, really? So if you were in with like a bigger person, and you it wasn't all the way down to your your waist, that ride's scary. Aww. And me like hugging the lap bar like. <laughs> so scary the part you go backwards and it's just like oh my god i need to go on it again i feel like because i haven't been on it in a while every time i feel like more recently that we wanted to go on that ride it was always like a 40 minute wait sure i'd be like nah (laughs) and the lockers and the lockers yeah man Uh, i really wish universal would kind of get with the program and you know i understand for hulk and i understand for rip ride rocket but Every other like Men in Black, you don't need a locker. Come on, right? You know you don't need a locker for for Mummy. You don't. You need let a me locker hold on for, to my stuff for ET. Right. You don't let me. You don't need a locker for Escape from Gringotts. And you I'm know, in space just, in ET. Right. Um, just Universal needs to kind of get with the program with with that as far as that goes. And I like I said, I understand for you know Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey because your feet are dangling, you can't put your stuff down. Like that is what it is. Right. But. Not every ride has to have has to have a locker. Yeah, I mean, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. That's I, why I try not to bring a bag to Universal, but I always end up bringing a bag to Universal. Well, even when every time we went, I'd be like, "Can I bring this?" And you'd be like, "Bring nothing." Yeah, because we think we have to go to the locker every single time. Bring yourself. Yeah. So that's bring why a fanny pack. I, yeah, and I would have a fanny pack and have like eighty-seven things in my tiny fanny pack. <laughs> But and I usually like to carry a water bottle around because it's so hot in Florida and you can't do that when you have um when you have a fanny pack. Right. Just my personal opinion. I, I yeah, I agree with you. But that is the last ride that we're that we know of to be excited about. We hope also to hear about any new announcements with things yeah. coming. And I don't know about you, but one of the things that I am most looking forward to tw- in twenty twenty one is just moving forward and you know, continuing with a, a safe and healthy new year and also just continuing to watch Park Hoppers grow. Yes. We have had a very good, you know, first year, not even a full year. And so I'm just so, so excited to continue to watch what we are going to be doing with Park Hoppers. Same here. And we made a one giant leap for Park Hopper kind the other night. Oh, yeah. We're not going to go into details until everything's finalized. And everything is all set up. But we do have something very cool and very fun coming in the future. Very, in the very near future. I'm very excited. 2021 is going to be a big year for the Park Hoppers. Yes. And hopefully you guys are along for the ride. Hope you guys have a great, amazing, happy, healthy 2021. And we are going to be park hopping with you guys every step of the way. 
Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and now the Amazon Music app. Also, be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, like a couple of Park Hoppers on Facebook, and join the nearly 10,000 people following Woo-hoo! us on TikTok. Again, keep an eye out on all of our social media platforms for all things theme park news. For easy access to all our content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.